I'm J.L. Fields, the host of the weekly radio program, Easy Vegan. I need you. I need monthly supporters to help me continue to bring vegan messages to airwaves and to podcatchers everywhere. When you support me on a monthly basis for as little as a dollar. You could get anything from a weekly email from me to an entire meal plan for you, maybe even an online cooking lesson. Go to easyveganradio.com to learn more. Welcome to Easy Vegan. I'm your host, J.L. Fields, coming to you from Studio 809 in Colorado Springs. Welcome to our listeners in Janesville, Wisconsin, and of course, all of you who are listening via the podcast. Thrilled you're here. If this is your first episode, it is episode 138, by the way. You can catch up at easyveganradio.com. I have missed you. I'm so sorry that I wasn't with you last week. We had some technical difficulties in the studio, but we've got them worked out and we are back. And oh my goodness, have I been busy, busy, busy. I spent the weekend in Broomfield, Colorado for VegFest, Colorado. They moved this year, huge venue, so many vendors, incredible turnout. I did a cooking demo on Saturday that I called Vegan Umami, the secret ingredient to plant-based cooking. And it was so much fun. I love talking about umami. You should hit me up sometime. We should talk about umami. Maybe I should do a whole show on umami. Anyway, that was great. But I have to say that the highlight was on Sunday, serving on a panel with Jenny Messina and Andy Tabor, where we talked about food and body shaming in the vegan community and how it could prevent people from going vegan and possibly turn some vegans away. It was deep, it was raw, uh, vulnerable, and the feedback we have received from people is absolutely amazing. My friend Andy co-hosts a podcast called The Bearded Vegans, and I do believe that he will be sharing some of the panel discussion there. So stay tuned for that. But today I have a special guest here who's going to talk to you about easing into a vegan and plant-based diet. Take a listen. Brooke Ali is the godmother and founder of Green Spark Mafia, a program designed to help people implement more of a plant-based lifestyle. Brooke also speaks publicly about our food, how it affects our health, the environment, and the animals. She's a culinary nutrition expert from the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, certified in plant-based nutrition through eCornell, is a master student of Live Vegan Vibrantly, and holds a BA from the University of Minnesota. Welcome to the show, Brooke. Hello, JL. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you here. Gosh, we haven't seen each other face to face in quite some time. It's been a long time. When you met me, it was at a class that you were um, you were doing a demo with the pressure cooker. Oh my gosh, that was the vegan. Oh my gosh, that was 2015, the vegan pressure cooking book tour. Yes. Was it at yes. the co working space in Dallas? 
It was. That was and so much fun. I had my mom with me who's in her late 70s who's vegan as well. So oh, she had right. just started at that point. She still is. So it's really exciting. That is so amazing. Okay. The one thing I'll always remember about that is that um, our, our good friend, Kat Mossmendenhall, yes. coordinated that. And I will never forget that I was making my umami Anasazi beans and mm-hmm. she bought adzuki beans and it turns out they were delicious in it. <laughs> It's funny because I always make it with azuki beans. See? Okay, Kat started a trend, so we'll have to let her yeah. know. That's amazing. <laughs> well, and that both... was a really good recipe, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. And, and I think we actually even had a little pressure cooker trouble, and it had the potential to get close to burning, and somehow we stopped it, and it worked. But, you know, when I look back at that, I'm like, that's so me. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, it's like let's do a cooking demo. Is we're gonna oh we blew a fuse. I believe yes, we blew a fuse. Yes. Um, we got close to burning, and somehow we saved the food, which is basically how I look at my veganism. Somehow, <laughs> I just well, keep that happened to doing Kat and I too. We were doing a. She asked me to help her with an event for the Humane League, or no, it was Mercy for Animals, and we were doing air fryers. So I brought mine, and she had hers, and we kept blow, blowing fuses and <laughs> yes. moving it around the the person's house. <laughs> But it all worked out. It does. It always works yeah. out. You gotta have this sense of humor. Um, yeah. But both of us, I mean, over the last couple of years, a lot has changed since we met each other. Um, you, in both of our lives, when it comes to sort of what we're doing on the the vegan culinary world, which I am super excited to talk to you about. But uh, first, why don't we just get into the question that I think a lot of our listeners always want to know from our guests, which is, when did you go vegan, and why did you go vegan? I went vegan over eight years ago. A friend of mine who actually, um, it's vegsource.com if you know Jeff and Sabrina Nelson. Yeah. Their um, daughters were friends of mine and um, they'd grown up vegan. And they had an event with Dr. McDougall at a this huge mansion in Beverly Hills and invited myself and my husband to go. And they had, um, I believe Jeff did a like a documentary with a group of people from a food bank up north and at Northern California. And um, they all got up and spoke about how going on a whole food plant-based diet impacted their life. Mm. And they talked about how they went off of all their medications for, you know, type two, their type two diabetes went away. They they didn't have to take anything for the um, high blood pressure, cholesterol went away, you know, everything that we suffer from in the West was cured or reversed or, you know, they felt better. They lost weight. They felt more energetic and they're like, I'm never going to go back. This was life changing. And I just sat there and I was like, this is incredible. I had no idea that you could impact your health so much by what you ate. Mm. And now it seems crazy that I didn't know that, but I really didn't. And, um, you know, we're just so brainwashed in what we should do and eat. And I, there's just so much misinformation out there that sometimes I think people get so confused that they give up Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they just don't want to even try anymore. And so I went vegan that day and I didn't understand the difference between whole food, plant-based, plant-based and vegan. I just understood, you know, no more animals. And uh, my kids came home from camp and I'm like, I'm going vegan. My daughter's like, I'll do it too. And so she started with me right away. And then gradually my husband and my son started and I still have a third that's kind of like on the fence. But um, it was a long journey from Mm -hmm. that point until now. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of it was just discovering, um, number one, that we don't have to eat animals for at all to survive. And that was really freeing because I had been vegetarian when I was younger because of animals. 
And um, it just, the dairy killed me. So that's why I went back. And I didn't know about, you know, that you could be vegan. And um, then just um, knowing that you could do it and then opening up my eyes, taking off the blinders and seeing the factory farming and, and the way that the animals are treated. And it's just basically like hell on earth for them. Mm-hmm. And it's heartbreaking. And also understanding the impact that that has on our environment is incredible. And I always felt like as one person, I couldn't really make a difference. But the more I studied and learned, I realized, oh my gosh, I can make a huge difference. And and it's a ripple effect because, you know, I did it, then my kids and then their friends and their boyfriends and girlfriends. And, you know, we have this huge group of people now that are vegan or almost, you know, and that's fine too. But um, yeah, it's it's one of the most freeing things. And then it just became an obsession for me. Yeah, I think a lot of us uh, can, can totally relate to that. And I think you really raise a, a, a very good point. Um, what, I, what I love hearing about your story is that all of us sort of find our way to be, those of us who do identify as vegan find our way mm-hmm. to it some way, right? And um, whether it's health, the environment, and of course, you know, the, the mother of all reasons, the animals. And mm-hmm. I love that how you talk about how you were introduced to it. And then as you learned more about it, you really connected with all of those things so much so that you decided to make this a career path for you. And I know that you've been working with individuals over the years on this. And I'm wondering when you are working with people who are thinking about it, what are some of the reasons that you are seeing people choosing to go vegan or plant-based? A lot of different reasons. And it's pretty even, I would say. Number one is health. Another one is for the animals. And just them understanding of what's happening Um, and in their eyes opening to it and the environment. And I've noticed that, you know, like people go through kind of different stages of being vegan. Like, for example, um, you know, they might do it for one reason and then it switches to all three, kind of like for me. Mm -hmm. But um, I've also noticed there's like a phases of vegan. So, for example, first you hear about it and you're shocked and you feel like you've been lied to and you're like, oh, my gosh, what is it, you know, that we're – we're like brainwashed to eat in this culture and it is it's a very it's a cultural issue um and then you want to shout it from the rooftop and tell everybody you know this is what's happening and they all look at you like leave me alone don't tell me what I'm doing is wrong (laughs) I don't want to hear it (laughs) you know and then you feel kind of rejected like no one wants to hear what what you know what you're saying because and, and it makes you feel isolated and alone and so you start to question yourself and and, um, you know, you can't get the images out of your head of these poor animals. And so you want to do something constructive. So, like, for me, I, I thought first I wanted to open a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, then you realize how hard that would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, I can't save the world fast enough, you know. And, um, and then you start looking inside yourself and thinking, well, how am I, how am I impacting people when they look at me and I'm like this um, – Am I a good ambassador for it? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's like for me personally, I went into a whole healing journey and um, forgave myself and for everybody else that, and even the people that are omnivores and forgive them and not pass judgment. No, I like that idea of a healing journey. That's a really nice way to put it. Yeah. 
So, yeah. um, so let's talk a little bit about, I know that, you know, everyone has kind of their different approach when they're doing education around plant-based or veganism and around cooking. And, and I have a question for you and I'm just going to, before I ask the question, just going to sort of preface it with, um, people who know me know, I kind of have a perspective when it comes to food and health and veganism, which is generally that, um, I certainly believe that people can have a positive health impact as a result of going vegan, but particularly depending upon how they ate before they went vegan. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm certainly not one of those people who says, you know, go vegan and you'll never die or you'll never get cancer or you'll never have heart disease. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I say all that just because I was on a panel this weekend and I think it's really important because I know now after that panel, how many people listen to this show and that panel was on food and body shaming and really talking about, you know, like what we can, what we do know about a vegan diet when it comes to our health and then you know sort of how we put it out there in the world and Jenny Messina talked a lot about you know the things that we do know about health and we all know that there are people who are having um, an incredible uh, health renaissance as a result Mm -hmm. of it you know Mm -hmm. reversing diseases in some cases perhaps preventing and so um, so I say all of that just to sort of lay the groundwork then to ask your question that I know that you do look at food as medicine and I'm wondering what that Mm -hmm. aha moment was for you what made you start to look at food as medicine just initially knowing that I felt differently once I like when even when I just went vegan I could see a huge difference and it was because I cut the dairy out dairy is Mm -hmm. so bad for me especially like and I think more than 70% of the population is allergic to it or sensitive to 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 lactose but um another thing I realized was that we can make ourselves sick Mm -hmm. and it's not just in the food that we eat but in our mindset so for me, like I, I did the vegan thing and then I ate healthfully. And then I was like, as I get old, got older, I felt, you know, started feeling even older. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus more on whole food plant-based and see how that goes. And then um, had an issue with you know, my thyroid and um, Hashimoto's disease. I have that too. And you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a lot of women do, especially yeah. around Especially post age. 40, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, and so I was like, well, okay. I understand that you can heal yourself with food, but it wasn't, you know, even just with a whole food plant-based diet wasn't enough for me. And so I started going inward and um, doing yoga and meditation and a lot of self-care. And I learned that just through all of my studies with, um, you know, the different programs that you talked about that I was in and realized that food isn't the only piece to the puzzle Mm. and mindset is very important. Just like exercise is important too, you know, like it's, it's a whole package. And so if you really believe that if you can start loving yourself and believing in yourself, you can actually heal yourself Mm -hmm. with the right foods and the right, you know, and so like I do things like meditation, Epsom salt baths, yoga, um, positive self-talk, relationships that aren't toxic and then a lot of reading and you know listen to good audiobooks and that kind of thing that is and, such good advice that is great advice yeah and and I also am not a, I, I don't believe that we all need to fit the stereotype of what someone should look like either because mm-hmm. we're all on a different journey and I just personally want to feel good yeah and be able to do what I need to do and move and all that and I feel like now I feel like I'm getting younger mm-hmm 
So I like that approach. Yeah, I, I'm definitely I'm with you on that. I mean, I, um, you know, sort of publicly spoke this weekend about having recently lost some weight. And it's a very weird thing about how people get like, Oh, my God, you look so good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, shut up. I looked great mm-hmm. a year ago. You just, you know, find me more acceptable now. Right. And, and right. for me, it's much more about um, like the health. So which, which I, it's probably a little bit about what you're talking about, about mm-hmm. feeling good. I mean, for me, it's just as long as my health is good, you know, I need to like, I think we all need to break free of what people are expecting from us. But I really like your approach of this sort of, you know, it's about what we put in our body. It's about what we put out in the world. It's about what we put in our brain and in, and mm-hmm. in our ears and in our soul. And it's like meditate, you know, so I, I definitely meditate every morning. And I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of what you're saying there is so important because it's really looking at the person from a holistic um Yes. From a holistic perspective, which I think, you know, which leads into what I'm really excited to talk to you about, which is um, you have uh, started a, well, you've been doing this for a while. Green Spark mm-hmm. Mafia has been around, but you really, it's evolving. And I mm-hmm. think you're, you're taking it to the next level. And you have this program that you call a three-week Environeat. So that's mm-hmm. Environ as in environment people, and then EAT as in <laughs> E-A-T, Environeat program. What is it? And, and what, it, what, what can people expect from something like this? It's an online course where it's three weeks long, but a one week immersion into a plant-based diet. So it's called Environ Eat, Saving the Planet and Your Health in Seven Days. And what I, it's it's kind of like vegan or plant-based 101. And um, you start out with the first week, just getting all the information you need, stocking up your fridge, cleaning out your, you know, pantry, all that stuff and educating yourself on the benefits and, you know, kind of like getting the reason why setting your goals, setting your intention. And then the second week is a full immersion. And then the last week is evaluating what you did and really reinforcing the whys and going more in depth into those and then deciding where you want to take it. And I believe that, and this is the biggest thing that I learned when I'm speaking publicly that, um, Everybody needs to decide on their own time of mm-hmm. when they're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage anybody to try this out and don't go in thinking, oh, I have to be plant-based for the rest of my life. You know, just try it. Mm-hmm. See how it feels. Mm-hmm. And then and then go from there. And you decide yourself. There's no judging. And um, there's also more to, like, when you look at the healing aspects of food. You know, like I talked about the mental health and all of that aspect. But also, you know, you can start with, whole food plant-based or even vegan and then move to whole food plant-based and then focus on like gut healing foods mm-hmm. like, um, you know, like probiotics and prebiotics. So and, I do have a question for you. So if someone okay. was, was doing this, um, is it a whole foods plant-based or is it vegan or is it um, wherever you are? I'm just curious because, you know, I mean, because people do get confused mm-hmm. by that and they're like, is this a diet or is this a lifestyle? Is this vegan or is this about the food that I'm eating? So so is this designed for a particular way of eating or does it meet people where they are? It meets people where they are. It's strictly plant-based. So you can just do vegan if you only, especially like a lot, the younger generation, they don't really worry as much about their health. And they just don't necessarily know how to implement it and mm-hmm. what to do. Mm-hmm. Or you can go whole food plant-based and then, you know, take it even dirt deeper into the gut healing foods and that kind of thing and um, move into the stages of eliminating certain foods to figure out what you're sensitive to and, and what you need to do in order to heal. So it's the whole gamut. And the course is set up with instructional videos, recipe videos, and then there's a coach that you work with so you don't feel alone. 
And um, it makes it a little bit more individualized that way, too. That's cool. So what made you decide to do this? Well, um, it's, you know, that stage of when you get depressed and you can't save the world all right away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was uh-huh. like, how can I do this without being, you know, like in a positive way and not sounding like the sky is falling? And I'm like, okay, well, food is a really positive way to share. It's a fun thing to do. Like I, I started out by having cooking parties at my house and my friends are like, you should put this online, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. And cause we would just get together and cook plant-based food because I just wanted to share it with them and, and kind of help them implement more of that in their lives. And then I realized I can reach so many more people online. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's the biggest thing is spreading the word. That's awesome. So, um, so people can go to your website is green spark mafia, um, green spark mafia.com to learn more about this program, which is very cool. Uh, so I have a question for you. Um, one of the reasons we decided to get together on easy vegan this week was because I have, um, interviewed Liz D who is the founder of the vegan lady boss movement. And I started a chapter, um, first in the state of Colorado. And now, um, I'm co-leading the Colorado Springs chapter. And I know that you're part of vegan lady boss Dallas. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what you've been getting out of being a part of that chapter? Sure. It's also head up, um, cat Mendenhall, Camp Moss Mendenhall is the one that started it in our chapter here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And we meet once a month. And it's just women or, or people that identify themselves as a woman meet and discuss what's happening um, within um, within our own you know businesses and getting support from one another, having asks, and then each month there's a specific topic that we cover. And so it's a really good um, supportive community, especially if you know you're starting your own business and you're like, I need somebody that can help with. Um, graphics or you know some computer graphics and then we have someone in the group that does that we have someone else in our group that is um that started a vegan advertising agency and there are a lot of really amazing powerful women and it's 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 growing so fast but i think it's really important that we support each other and rather than you know compete with each other but build each other up and and um it's it's we're just going to be that much stronger I agree. And I I really, it's one of the things I love about it. You know, I think that sometimes when you are um, starting your own business or running a business and you're a woman, there's just like, there's just something about like, like a lot of times I feel like we don't think there's enough piece of the pie, right? Instead of thinking Mm -hmm. that we could have like a hundred thousand pies, (laughs) Um, plant-based obviously. Um, But there is something about getting in a room with women who, and and just for our listeners who may not have heard the episode with Liz D, I hope you do check out the the show archives. So So Vegan Lady Boss was designed to be this professional network for women. You don't have to be a vegan lady boss of a vegan business. Being a, a vegan lady must be boss means being um, a boss of your own life and that you might be a manager or an owner of something that has nothing to do with veganism except you're vegan and it's an opportunity to grow professionally and to grow in your animal advocacy which I think is absolutely amazing and Brooke I can't help but think it must feel amazing in Dallas Texas to be around a group of women who are trying to be better animal advocates and to grow professionally so is there anything that you've experienced personally from being a part of it that you feel like has helped you especially with with this new phase of green spark mafia 
it's really just helped me feel like I'm not alone mm. in my movement and mm. that I have support locally as well. Cause I have, you know, it's like we can go online and connect with people on Facebook, but to be face to face with other women and have that support, it just, it really helps kind of amp you up and get the fire even burning hotter. Totally. I really agree with that. So if folks listening, go to veganladyboss.com. That's the main website. And you can look to see if there is a chapter in your community and they will link you up to that local chapter so you can attend meetings. And hooray, if there isn't one, you can start one yourself. But let's get back to you, Brooke, and your areas of expertise. I know that you have put a lot of thought into and have some great strategies for people who are maybe going home for the holidays, going home for a special event, Labor Day weekend is coming up, things that family members have sort of culture and history and and um, and things that they do around food. And you have some strategies for people who are vegan or plant-based. Can you share a few of those? Sure. I think it's important that if you do go plant-based that you don't feel alienated from the rest of the world. And yeah, you can make your community and be with um, other vegans of course, but when you're with your family, how can you build a bridge um, and make them feel comfortable with you? So, for example, if you're going to your mom's house for an, uh, a Memorial Day barbecue, you can always bring your own Beyond Beef burgers or something to, you know like that. Or, like for example, I have Thanksgiving at my house every year, and I just it's hard because we have about 20 people that come. And my brother-in-law, it's, it's close to his birthday, and it's like it's like the most special day of the year for him. Mm. And so I was like, how would you feel if I didn't have a turkey? <laughs> and um, so I just sent out a text to everybody that was coming and explained where I was coming from and how I wanted to create a Thanksgiving instead of um, follow a tradition, but I wanted to create a new tradition. And I hope that you would all want to join me. And if you don't, that's okay, too. You can have your own celebration at your house. But there's not going to be any turkey. We're just, everything's going to be plant-based. And um, as a gift, I gave everyone a book from Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Mm. And read a passage from that. And just basically created a whole different mindset around that holiday. Because I know it was, like, very sensitive and Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of special. So I just wanted to make it even more special. How did they and respond? That, they responded beautifully. It was amazing. I got texts back saying that we wouldn't miss it. We always have the best time at your house. And that set the stage for the rest of the year. So then every other holiday or any other kind of event that I have, they know that it's going to be plant-based and they're okay with it because the food's always amazing. And I just, you know, basically take our favorites and switch it around to something that, um, tastes equally amazing but plant-based you know like, i yeah. love that <laughs> that's great and you know that reminds me i'm actually are you ready for this well i mean everyone knows how old i am anyway i'm a gray-haired lady but i'm going back for my 35th high school reunion wow. um to the i know to the midwest over labor day weekend and of course the person who's hosting it who i adore i've known her all of my life it's at their farm and of course the mm-hmm. invitation said what time to come and to bring blah 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 and we'll supply the meat they said and i'm like but this is where I'm from. So anybody who Mm -hmm. wants to listen to this and cringe, 
it's where I come from. And so I'm going to choose to be around the people I went to high school with. And so my approach is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to buy Beyond sausages here in Colorado Springs. I'm going to freeze them. I'm going to fly with them frozen. So they should be thawed by the time I get to Illinois. And then we're going to prepare them before we go. But then I'm going to make a huge batch of a smoky coleslaw because everyone eats coleslaw and I don't need to write Mm -hmm. a sign on it that says it's vegan. I'm just going to use vegan mayo. And so I'm just going to like show up and have some food that everyone can eat. And then Dave and I can have our little vegan (laughs) sausages. (laughs) Well, that's one thing is always make sure you bring a lot extra because everyone ends up loving it. I know. (laughs) You don't have anything to eat then. It's so true. So if you are interested in learning more about what Brooke is doing to help people go plant-based or vegan or if you're thinking about the three-week EnviroEat program, check Brooke out at greensparkmafia.com. And Brooke, where can they find you on social media? Greensparkmafia. Well, that's easy. (laughs) Hey, Brooke, I love watching what you're doing in Dallas, Texas. It's been really fun that you and I have been on this sort of culinary vegan education journey together. And I just think that what you're doing is terrific. And I wish you the best of luck with what's coming up next. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the work that you've put in too. Thank you. Thanks for joining me this week, folks. I hope I see you on the road soon. I'm going to be in Durham, North Carolina for Triangle Veg Fest on Saturday and Sunday, August 18th and 19th. There's going to be a kid-friendly plant-based meals cooking class at my Colorado Springs Vegan Cooking Academy on August 25th, and I will be at the Madison Vegan Fest on Saturday, September 8th. I hope to see you soon, and in the meantime, come back next week for Easy Vegan. Easy Vegan.